Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We officially know who the NBA champions are. It's about time, man. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> I feel empty. You feel empty already? Really? It's only been like two days. But it's like... I've been waiting for this, though. Like, I have been, but at the same time, it's like we in that weird situation where... Nothing's going on. But only for a short amount of time, because next week is the draft. Right. And then soon after that, it'll be like... Summer oh, League. Summer League. And free, agency. free agency. So we kind of into that mix, but at the same time, it's, you know, I was so used to seeing the game every couple of days. Yeah. And it's been a couple of days. Yeah. So. Now we don't even got the Game 7 on Sunday to cap it off. It's just over. I didn't want to see Game 7 without Clay. I still want to see it. Because then it would have just been another, like, almost 50-point effort from Steph and an L. But what if he carried them to the – I know it's an L, but if he carried them to the to the W, that's, like, one of the greatest performances we ever seen. Uh, if he was going to carry them to a W, he would have carried them to well, the yeah. Well, you know who yeah. did have one of the greatest performances ever seen? Who? Fred VanVleet. He did. Shout out to <laughs> Freddie. And and Cal Lowry both. Yeah, yeah. Cal Lowry came out with yeah, ten points out to their whole team. They yeah. came and they played how the Rockets was supposed to play when Kevin Durant got hurt. Everybody except for Danny Green. Marcus all. I'm joking. <laughs> Danny, Danny Green hit that one big game. He That's did. all he needed. He did. And he played defense because I think he had two or three games where he had like zero points this series, and then he had that late turnover Again, in Game Six, six. Yeah. that almost cost, cost the game. The they could have cost the game. But shout out to Danny Green, two time I mean, champion. In game Six, he didn't even take a shot. Zero 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 zero. <laughs> and a turnover, <laughs> a costly one. But yeah, congratulations to the Raptors. Um, of course, everybody would love to see a fully healthy series, but sports is so unpredictable. Injuries are the worst part of it. So we saw in Game 6, Clay Thompson go down with we found out later to be an ACL tear, which is crazy. I was recording a video, right? I was recording a video, and we were t- I was talking about Clay because of like how he came back and he hit those free throws because there was a slight chance that maybe he'll come back in the game, and mm-hmm. boom, the Wolves notification hit, and like my heart sank. I have a clip that I'm going to tweet of the moment I read that tweet and my general reaction to it. Mm-hmm. I thought he was good. He looked like he had, he had got back up. He had ran to the tunnel. He mm-hmm. was jumping up trying to show that like probably them like, I could, I could still go I back still out go. there. And then it's just that that update came out of nowhere that he, he tore his ACL. And I was like, damn. That adrenaline world. And he couldn't do it. It's a sad day, man. It is. It's crazy that there are two big contract players. Both had significant injuries in the last few games. Yeah, it, it is really unfortunate. I know we're going to get to that more after we actually address the game. But I, it, it's just, when you look at the numbers and how well that the Raptors played, it's, it's kind of crazy that the, the Warriors still was like a shot away from winning the game. Mm-hmm. And, and that was with most of the series. Yeah. Um, and uh, we gave all the credit to the Raptor players, but I mean, Iguodala had a big 22, hit some big shots. Uh, Draymond came through with a triple double. Clay had 30 before he went down. Um, and, you know, Demarcus Cousins came off the bench with 12. Livingston mm-hmm. has it. So, I mean, it was a good game. Uh, I love the way that Kyle Lowry did come out. That was very. Nobody, very, nobody expected Kyle Lowry to come out like that. Was it no. the first 10 or the first, first 11? First, 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 first 11. First 11. <laughs> That was wild. He was out to prove that he is no longer a bad playoff player that game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what did he have, like two or three bad games this whole playoff run? He had the first game against Orlando. He had game one against, was that Miami? I mean, not Miami, against Philly. I thought it was Milwaukee that he had that terrible Might have game. Been. And then he had the game one in the finals or something. Just know he, yeah. he only had a few bad performances in the playoffs 
And hopefully that whole narrative of Kyle Lowry being a subpar point guard or a bad playoff performance is dead. You're going to have another chance to prove it next year. If Kawhi leaves and he back to the, just they starting point guard again. He's setting he, them up for failure. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying he. Kawhi's he helping might, him take, like that, he Kawhi's helping take that pressure off of him so that he can thrive like that. Yeah, I think this is the idea. That's why I don't like when people kind of compare the situation when DeMar was there because this is just a different team. Yeah, Gasol was a huge impact. Yeah, if they, they would have just had a Gasol with that DeMar DeRozan team, Ibaka I feel like they would have been way better off. They've had one starter that was the same, and that was Cal Lowry. Danny Green came in, Kawhi, um, Kawhi came in, mm-hmm. Sergi, I mean, not Sergi Baca, Pascal <laughs> turned into a most improved player candidate, and then the Marcus Altrey. So this team is different, yeah, completely different. And they had a different kind of grit, they had a different kind of defense. New coach. Shout out to rookie uh, Nick Nurse, rookie head coach Nick Nurse for getting his first championship. It was just, I mean, it's a good story to see that team win. The circumstances, of course, a little bit difficult because of the injuries. But I, I hate when people say there's going to be an asterisk next to it. You can only play the team that's on the court. Right. And injuries are a part of the game. It's not like Toronto should have took the foot off the pedal and wait for somebody to come and become healthy. They did what they had to do. They closed it out. They played amazing defense on Steph Curry when it was him, Sean Livingston, Iggy, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. They played the perfect defense against him, and they won the series. No asterisks, man. Injuries suck, but there's no asterisks on this championship. Because yeah, if that was the case, we had to put some asterisks on the Warriors. Oh, oh so many, oh, yeah. yeah, on the Warriors for sure. Um, <laughs> on a lot of different championships and all major sports because the season is too damn long. I'm back to it. I'm back to it. The season is too damn long. We got injuries left or right late in the playoffs because they playing 82 games in the regular season. It's a, it's a secret against that too long season. It's called low management. Facts. Kawhi Leonard. I'm thinking next year we're going to see a lot of stars have the low management mindset. Especially from the Warriors, I think. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they right got now they only got first. Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. They, unless they're going to low. They still need to try to make the playoffs. I bet we're going to get. Oh, I take that back because LeBron wants those all-time numbers. So we may not get low management from LeBron. But, like, let's say the Anthony Davis do go trade does go through with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking to be – they already the favorite to win a championship for 2020. Already, already before the trade, guys. before free agency Which somehow. That's crazy. I would like – if I was a Lakers fan, I would tell LeBron, just chill out, baby. We got the whole playoffs. I know you're the king and you're you're basically a robot when it comes to your health. But slow down, big fella. I would tell him the same thing. I would tell him the same thing. I don't know who wouldn't. I mean, obviously the season – the regular season is great. Mm-hmm. But the playoffs is where it matters, and that's mm-hmm. where you want to have your full health, as we just seen with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's so. definitely a solution to it. Um, I think Kawhi is kind of like a blueprint for what we've seen. And I, I think um, another thing is that it doesn't have to be to the extent of Kawhi. You know, it, you guys don't have to, like, set out 22 games or anything. But definitely uh, instead of 82 games being played, you know, you chop some of them minutes up or, you know what I mean, you sprinkle out. Uh, 10 games sit, you know, so you play 70 games. It's definitely a method to the madness. It just has to um, be someone willing to find out. And I think we will see it because guys are very, very, very valuable when it comes to playoff time. Um, and it's just a, it's a different game anyway. So it's kind of like you do really want to prepare your guys. because and, and this is a, actually a great situation. But at the same time, it's so hard because it's like you want guys to really – I wonder if the league will step like, in if they do see a lot of superstars just taking that low management. Yeah, because obviously fans want to come out and see their superstars play right. for the team. Imagine that, buying Lakers tickets how expensive they are. Then you find out yeah. LeBron's not playing. Right, they yeah. might do somewhere they're not allowed to do it on national televised games. I think but it wouldn't matter if I still pay my money. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think they then they find the Spurs or they find Greg Popovich for like so, yes he said he set all of his three. starters yeah <laughs> on, on a national televised he didn't care though he really he, he didn't, didn't care. care but like think about this playoff run for a lot of the teams we had major injuries um we found out that Paul George had a labrum tear that he had to be repaired Joel Embiid was just Joel Embiid is always just kind of fighting help but he's another situation and then we had KD <laughs> we had Clay Thompson and a lot of these injuries come. When they're already banged up, but they're they're they have to play more. Kevin well, Durant. I had the low management and was gripping on his body. Exactly. So I mean, I don't know if there's a real solution to it, but I think potentially spreading out the 82 a little bit longer because they have been doing a great job of that. You yeah. no longer get three games and four nights. No more back to backs. They, I mean, some back to backs, not as many. Yeah. Um, but maybe you spread out the 82 longer, or you shorten the season. I don't know. I doubt they want to short the season because of the revenue, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot that goes into shortening the season. The revenue, the records, like you mentioned, a lot of guys aiming to be um, put at a level in history. And if you cut the games, it kind of puts them at a disadvantage. Yep. Uh, but then again, they can play more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. So, hopefully there's some some way that, you know, an, an answer can be there. But then again, you know, injuries are just a part of sports. Yeah, never, even right. We can shorten the season. The guys are still going to get hurt yep. because right. it's just a part of the game. So, at, that, at the same time, it's like, you know what? You just got to go out there and, and, you know, just just play mm-hmm. and leave it all out there. And whatever happens, happens. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just really unfortunate because Clay was it, Clay was coming to, to do something crazy and potentially snatch another finals MVP out of Steph's hand if he could have had stayed out and been healthy enough to get them a win. Game six Clay, baby. Um, it was yeah. real. Bro, I tweeted he was on pace to go for 40. I tweeted out, I smell Clay going for 40. He had 30, got hurt, and somebody said, this didn't age well. I'm not even going to pay attention people, to that. But did we, did we learn anything new about Steph Curry this series? I know a lot of people talking about, you know, they t- bring up the statistics of how he's 0-8 for a go-ahead basket in the finals or the playoffs, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Does this take anything away from Steph Curry? Not no. to me because I think – being clutch shots ain't just the last one. You know, and he hit mm-hmm. a lot of he shots. Hit, he, and he hit those big free throws late in game six, too. Right. Um, I don't I don't think so. But I'm sure, I don't know, I don't watch the national sports shows anymore. But I'm sure the narrative has turned a bit on Steph Curry after mm-hmm. this series, um, even though he did average 30 points on, like, 55% shooting. Like, he, he played incredible. I think the narrative is more is that he can't just personally carry a team. Which is, which is crazy because... How many players can? Yeah, right. Was there right. players? We like, only seen LeBron do it, really. And it's right? not like that team was like had like quality starters on it. They had yeah. like a, maybe Andre Iguodala who could come out, Boogie Cousins who was kind of you yeah, know he's, he's a shell of himself. Uh-huh. But everybody else is like Sean Livingston is about to retire. Well, well when it comes when you it know, all people, boils down to it with Steph Curry, if he doesn't have other shooters around him, you can just focus on so much greater. That's why that old debate that we had about him going to Charlotte mm-hmm. for, for Kemba. That's why I was saying it would be hard for him to make it to the playoffs with that team because when you have, but even then they have Chris on the floor. <laughs> they, but they still do Tyler. have good shooters though. Where you got like Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb, Lamb, we have Marvin Williams, who's an above average shooter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would you you the Warriors would have died to have Marvin Williams yeah. on their team <laughs> during this series, yeah. just because he can stretch the floor and get. And they didn't really have on. like I mean they had Jonas Shurekko, but they a lot of times they had to put He's Brian Cook out there. Yeah, and Brian Cook's not. Not Quinn Brian Cook. Quinn Cook. I'm Brian Cook. Former Lakers. They had to put Quinn Cook out there. He's probably not the most reliable, especially defensively. Yeah. And but I mean, that's just what happened with injuries. You got to throw guys in a fight. You right. just have to. 
Um, but you know, it, it's not a big deal for me about Steph. Is because I never had Steph in a, in a certain echelon that these other people was putting yeah. him in anyway. And, mm-hmm. You know, Steph is a phenomenal player. He's going to go down in history as one of the best point guards ever. But I never had him at a LeBron James level or right. like Jordan, Kobe Bryant level. I had him at you know one of the best point guards, maybe number two, fighting for number one because he still has a good amount of basketball left in him. Um, and that was really it. But I never looked at him as like this guy who was going to kick. He was just the best player on a very, very well put together team. Shout out to Mark Jackson. And we they played very good basketball. And he revolutionized, revolutionized the game. It's kind of like Ellen Iverson. Except he's like the... The uh, better version. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say. I didn't want to. You know, I, I'll like, say. I don't care if people hate. Well, him. They, He's I, a better version of Allen Iverson. Because he ain't. I want to call him necessarily. It's just I don't know. But you got Allen Iverson who was you know looked at negatively and had issues and things like that, but still changed the game. Uh, you know whether it was the arm sleeve, the crossover, the little guard being a scorer, the tattoos, uh, tattoos, cornrows, all of that type of thing. And then you got Steph who. And he looked at negative. He's more positive. He's like the the sun. The, he's a golden. He's boy. the more well put. Yeah, he's a golden boy. The NBA who did who did change shooting. And even as great as reason. Allen Iverson was, we never looked at him at like this level of like. And he did carry a team, but yeah, he still wasn't finals, like yeah. the best player in the NBA. Right. I yeah. think I think when you're ranking, we're technically putting we're going to put Allen Iverson as a two, right? Not yeah. not a one. Yeah, he's a two. What is he number four? Which is great, mm-hmm. but like he's not in the upper upper echelon, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've never heard anybody put AI in their Mount Mount Rushmore. Right, exactly. Unless you talk about influential yeah, or favorite, because right. he's he's a lot of people's favorite. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you gotta call a spade a spade, and uh, he was great. And that is okay. Yeah. That is okay. Yeah. It's only a few guys that are ever gonna be in that Mount Jordan, Rushmore. LeBron, Kareem, Shaquille type, and Kawhi. Don't forget Kawhi. Type thing. KD. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was getting a bit, bigger reaction, but yeah. Again, congratulations <laughs> to the Toronto Raptors. Y'all, have y'all seen all the interviews after? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't say I've seen them all. I seen Fred when mm-hmm. Kyle was there. I seen Kawhi and Kyle. That's the one I yeah. wanted to talk about. Yeah. So there was a moment in that interview where um, who was interviewing him? Uh, Rachel, Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols, right? Rachel Nichols asked, "Now that you got this, how are you looking forward to free agency? Like they can't even really celebrate because the yeah. whole world want to know what Kawhi is gonna do." They, uh, Doris Burke did that same thing. As soon like on stage, like, stage. On stage yeah. she was right. like, "Yeah, like ain't that, you kind know, of, ain't that a little like?" Yeah, that's why I said. Kawhi that's why. That's why I tweeted like Kawhi gone because as soon as like he's just grabbing a trophy. Yeah, he's like, "Does this <laughs> change anything about your free agency?" And, like, and Lowry about the road. Right. I feel like they they had to make her go up there and ask because. Soon she asked that question, she's like, you know, and he was like, um, I just want to win. I just want to no, he was like, I'll think about that later. Let me celebrate this now. I'll think about that later. Right. She's like, just, as you should. Because right. I, I think she she understood that it wasn't yeah, time for job. that question. Yeah. Imagine, Excellent. like, there's no way he's going to say, I got this, but now I'm going to the Clippers. The little sit down with Rachel Nichols, um, she was saying, like, you know, this might this might not be here next year or some, something like that. Right. And Kawhi did say something like, like Kyle don't want me back. He yeah, like jokingly. Yeah, he got what he wanted. I was like, Kawhi, don't do that because people are gonna take that little joke and be yeah. like, Yo, he's fun. No, he's fun though. He's a fun he's, guy. Yeah. Right? He's a fun but though. I think I'm taking that joke the exact opposite, thinking that he will resign. Man, yeah, it, that that chemistry just it, it felt real. Right well, he's now. got New York pursuing him right now, and 
I don't know if that's I don't know a if he's good a, option. I don't know if he's a bright lights guy, but then again, the Clippers are are connected. Well, I, I think I think everybody's I think everybody's pursuing Kawhi. I would yeah. If I had two million dollars in cap. I'm trying to pursue Kawhi. <laughs> Damn, going for my man's two million. <laughs> hey Kawhi, um, we got deep dish pizza, brother. Kawhi probably live in a townhouse anyway. You try. You're right. He seemed like a townhouse type of guy. I'd be wondering, just like, yeah, Kawhi is actually a fun guy because I I've watched stuff with him outside of basketball, like he, Serge Ibaka cooking show. Yep. I watched that yep. with him, and Kawhi on it like pause, like yeah. Serge I, I, Ibaka put like a cow penis on a pizza. Yeah, and, and he kept saying, "Do you like the penis? Do you yeah. like the penis?" <laughs> Kawhi like pause. <laughs> pause I, I think that Kawhi is playing a character at this point, even though he has no social Bro. media to see it. He, I think he's the playing dance a he does is such a oh robotic my dance. God, yeah. That, it's like he had a, he had accept what was going on, and then he's like, "Okay, it's time to do it. It's time to do it. It's time to dance. It's, it's finally time to dance." I think he's dance. got that level of focus. It's like that yeah. Kobe Jordan. I'm not done to the which yeah. Is right, even right even approach. the other questions Doris Burke had asked him, like you know, just last year you were basically sitting out games. People question your your personality and everything mm-hmm. like that. He said. He just wanted to play basketball, and he he worked hard, and this is how he got you know to this point in his life. And I think he uses the media for his own entertainment. I think he purposely gives us these answers because um, his teammate OG Ananobi does the same thing. He gives very very dry answers, but you see OG Ananobi on the gram, he's he a normal dude. So it's like they're playing a persona. Maybe Lonzo do the same, like the Ball Brothers do the same thing. Yeah, and, and I think it has part to do with not liking the media because the media can start so many rumors about you and mm-hmm. say so many things that are not true. So because of that, you give them dry ass answers like I'm going back to Toronto, stuff like that. Instead of giving them the real lively answers, but it was cool to see them celebrate. It's cool seeing Illinois' own um, Fred Van Vliet. Shout out Rockford during his post game interview with his Nelly Band Aid. It's just shout out Phil Handy. It was just cool. Um, I got kind of emotional watching the game, like at the end of it when it was all said and done. You know who I got emotional for? Let me get my who? moment on. <clears throat> you gonna put that on eBay? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, I felt very emotional for Marcus All. Cause he he did it. He's he's got a championship after being mm. so loyal to the Memphis Grizzlies and and being one of the more consistent playoff teams right. when they were in their prime. Do you think this changes the narrative over? just for like going on about teams feeling that that one year rental could be worth it? Yes. Yeah. I don't 100%. look at I don't look at him as a one year rental though. I think that was a real good that was a real good trade. He really complimented yeah. them. Like and he's kind of. I mean, it, even before that, like afterwards, especially going to the playoffs. You know, you could see his back healthy, his back playing. No disrespect to him. But before, like, initially, initially when the trade went down, he didn't even play. He played like six games that season. Right. And so it was kind of like a leap of faith almost because they really just gave away DeMar DeRozan. Because they didn't know and if he was 100% healthy. Right. They know what his personality yeah, was like. Yeah, you kind of knew he was still like a top-tier player in this Fact. league. He was. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It, was it wasn't that big of a gamble. Yeah, I think it was upgrade because at the least you were going to get a dude who was still going to be able to play good defense. Yeah, and he was going to make open shots. He wasn't going to be like a, a ball stop or anything. Mm. Like he wasn't going to come out and be Danny Green. I think it was that it literally is <laughs> shots. He could leave and they could end up with almost nothing. Right. I, I to me it was just common sense. They had common sense because it's like who, what star at that level is really going to waste prime time of their prime Anthony Davis career. To do that, yeah. yeah but, <laughs> at least he's not faking an injury. He just want to be traded. That's just that's different. all, folks. That's just different. Now Kawhi was like, I just want to be traded. I don't want to be here. And cool, but he said his body don't feel the way. They tried to continue to make him play. 
And then he had teammates stepping to him. Is it like? And those are like Tony notable. Parker, get the fuck out like Tony face, Parker. Is Tony Parker a- liked the tweet. Let me go find this tweet that Tony Parker liked. It was the Skip Bayless tweet. So you know it was wild because Skip Bayless won't even call Kawhi by his name. He called him number, number two. two, which is so. Lame. So let let me find this Tony Parker. You would think he had some investment into the Spurs. The Spurs don't Facts. give a damn about you to call him number two. And Kawhi don't really give a damn. about I, Yeah, I'm either. sure Ka- Kawhi can't even see the tweet. He's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not even there. I feel like when people bring it up to him, he's just like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) This is is the tweet. Um, Thank you, Tony Parker, for all you did for the Spurs, including rushing back from a ruptured quad muscle to find out that number two would not play with a bruised thigh. Sorry for the way it had to be. That's just wrong. And Tony Parker liked that tweet? Tony Parker liked that tweet. Very low-key, though. Very, very low-key. In the midst of a bunch of different tweets saying um, thank you to Tony Parker for his career and how much he mentored, he he liked that tweet a little shot at number two or Kawhi Leonard, Mr. Yeah, Fun and he guy. also came out and said like in an interview that mine was way worse than his. I don't know how yeah. you can ever say that. You cannot yeah. say that. I don't know how you could ever say that. Yeah, because there's no way for you to know what his body is. Yeah, how can I tell Derek that his stomach don't hurt worse than mine? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's just dumb. But, uh, yeah, and I was, like, giving, like, the Raptors and Kawhi, like, they little praise or whatever, happy for him. Because I am. I'm happy for Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see him have some big playoff games. So I mean, Hall of Famer or no? Just one, one word answer. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. They, they be throwing everybody say, in the there. The reason I say – that's the one reason I would say yeah because a lot of people get in. But Five he plays All-Star. a position that is very, very loaded. Yeah, the point guard position is loaded, especially in this right now. Like yeah. with the people that's already in it in the Hall of Fame, like the Magic's, the Jason Kidd will be on his way if uh, if he's not in there. Steve Nash, Steve Nash, um, Bob Cousy, like John Stockton. My mind is going blank, but I know it's just more Steve more, more Gary Payton, Steve Kerr. You know, <laughs> yeah, <I'm joking. laughs> no, he is. He is though. He's he gonna is. be in the Hall of Fame. He will be. For a coach? For, for both, though. Okay. Six, six rings in Chicago, and then, what, three rings as a coach? As not, he, he'd rather have a spin. Well, maybe not, actually, because I, I don't know if they want to know another one. Yeah. Uh, Horry ain't in the Hall of Fame, is he? No, but right. Robert so, Horry is more of a role player, right? Steve Kerr is a role player. Oh, I thought we were still talking about Cal Lowry, my father. Oh, I thought you meant Steve Kerr. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know the answer to the Cal Lowry thing. I mean, he's still got years left, so maybe he— Ends up being an eight-time All-Star. Then we have especially a conversation if, there. Um, especially if uh, Kawhi leave, he might. I don't know. But I'm more so. I'm, I'm happy for Mark Gasol because he had to, <laughs> he he was able to get his ring with a team that kind of had and it's not like, like he, a Grizzly it, yeah. feel to it. Yeah, and he played a great. big part in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's not like he was just sitting on the bench. Perfect trade for that team. So is he a Hall of Famer? Let me. Let, I'm gonna read y'all the resume because when you when you think I say yes because when you think about what he did outside of just the NBA when he's playing overseas oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you take that into account because again it's not the NBA Hall of Fame it's the Basketball mm-hmm. Hall of Fame so he is a one time NBA champion he is a one time defensive player. player of the year three time All Star All NBA first team once second team once defensive team once um, Spanish League champion Spanish League MVP and then the Euro Scar Player of the Year. But what year was that All NBA First Team? Um, that was back in 2015. The same year he won. No, that's not. No, it's not the same year. And um, which is crazy because I, I forget exactly. One of these years where like he was the first team All NBA, mm-hmm. and he didn't. It was something weird. Like yeah, he got an accolade that didn't fit. I don't know. I never yeah. mind. It, it was just something very very weird. But that that resume alone, in my eyes, I think he will be a Hall of Famer. 
But I, I'm not saying he's a first it's, it's just hard to, Yeah, It's hard to tell because they don't have no like, specific criteria you have to meet. Right, exactly. I, I think when you think about his overseas impact um, plus his NBA career, I think he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. It would be, be a no doubter if he would have won it in his prime when he was like a defensive player of the year when mm-hmm. he made the – but, you know, he's a feature player on his team. This is like Kawhi's – when you think of this team, you're going to think of Kawhi's run. You're mm-hmm. going to think of Kyle Lowry because he was the longest 10-year rapper. And you're going to probably think of Pascal because he made an incredible jump from not being playable. You're going to think about Fred Van Fleet, too. His play in the playoffs. Bet on yourself, baby. Shout out to <laughs> Freddie. Uh, but, again, that's that's over with. But now that we've talked about the series, again, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors fans and everything. We got to talk about the implications of the series more in depth with Klay Thompson and um, Kevin Durant and the Warriors and how <laughs> this upcoming season could be completely wide open for the Western Conference. Yes. Yeah. Which is why the Lakers have such high odds. The number one odds, because I'm guessing. You got to go with the king. They're expecting. No, you got to go king, with. Yeah. Right? You have money. Right. You have assets to trade for an all-star uh, as, with the number four pick and Lonzo and them. Um, which then takes us to the Anthony Davis shit. Mm-hmm. So something happened already. Um, <laughs> I'm know, just waiting for it to you're, happen. You're just getting anxious. Well, I'm getting We it. know Anthony Davis is represented by Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. He released, uh, well, he was on a cover of SI, and it was, it was, it was good. I read it because I, li- I like Rich Paul, and I like agency. Like, I like agents of basketball players and whatnot. Uh, and in that article, he basically said, "Hey, Celtics, don't trade for Anthony Davis. <laughs> yes. If you trade him, it is a one year. Yeah, he's not like we we good. And guess what? The Celtics <laughs> said we don't care. We still want him. <laughs> yeah. And he said, "Hey, if you risk an asset and you lose it, don't blame Rich Paul. Especially Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That's just stupid. so you can X out the Celtics unless the Celtics are really going to be dumb enough to do it. The Knicks, we just don't have it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because there, there was a report that they're not." Um, too interested or so what was it I mean, even about if that they weren't too high they, they don't want to give up too much the anthony davis thing. i mean the uh, carmelo anthony thing a lot of people in our front office don't, don't want to give up everything but i think that's just realizing we don't have much to give because <laughs> right. nobody really like a high on our assets uh to get a third team involved and then that just boils down to the the lakers kind of because i mean the the Nets, I don't really know what the Nets doing. They could offer some things, they but could. you know what? They haven't been mentioned that much. And I know Anthony Davis basically told Rich Paul, "Get me to LA." Mm-hmm. That report came out, so it's looking like they're trying to create a straight path to the Lakers. And the Lakers didn't want to give up Kuzma. That was reported. Mm-hmm. I got a question as a as an agent. Can he do much? Like I know he said, "Rich Paul, get me to LA." What can Rich Paul really? I guess kind of just say things like he won't resign with the Celtics. Yeah. Or oh, okay. Like that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Just to, to narrow down so the Lakers are the only yeah, team yeah, that tries teams, to trade for him. Yeah. Got it. Got um, it. How do you feel about that, Mike? Like, if you that have we didn't want to get rid of Kuzma? Yeah, as a Laker fan. I mean, obviously, to get Anthony Davis, I'm willing to give up those assets, but I can understand why Kuzma is the one that we want to keep. Just because yeah. he, he, he fits so well with LeBron, and I can imagine Anthony Davis, because he doesn't need the ball. Yeah. He can come off the bench and still give us 15. You don't even have to start. So it's just his, his ability to fit. Within the Lakers, I think it's probably the main reason why they want to keep him. But you are you are personally willing to give up yeah, your, your three young guys and the pick, and the pick for Anthony Davis if, if it, it needs. I to. am, but like I said, as long as it, the more it just sits on that table, it gets kind of old, and it's like we really giving up all this for AD when he's just about to be coming over here in about a year anyway. So, like I said, that was my thoughts. At, at but now with the Warriors game, being down, yeah, yeah. You, if you make this trade, you're That's, probably. The winner of the Western Conference. I know. Potentially, yeah. 
Potentially. And then you think about it, if y'all end up winning a championship, hypothetically, you don't give a damn about what Lonzo, Cal Kuzma, mm-hmm. and Ingram is doing at that point because you got to I mean, I'm going to support them, but right, they're exactly. not going to be on the team. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but before the injuries happened, I was thinking the same thing. I yeah. was like, why give up all of this stuff for a guy who's going – because they came out and said in another thing in the article is that he's going to test free agency 2020 no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be a free agent twenty, which is smart. Yeah, you know you always want to test the waters, even you, even if you're going to go back to that same team. You, you got to think about what's out there. Um, all of the different meetings that go with it, like the whole they do whole festivals for yeah. you doing free agency. They had photoshop pictures of Carmelo Anthony in the Bulls jersey on the on the the United jumbotron Center. on the United right. Center. Yeah. Like, imagine walking into that Hall of Fame ceremony for Blake Griffin. For Blake, Hall of Fame. Yep. Three months after. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get showered and and your ass kissed. Good food. And you yep. know, and we we're seeing so much can change in a year. So much can change. So like, Anthony Davis could go to a team for a year, and we won't see something coming. Then boom, Devin Booker could get pissed and be like, "I want out of here." Like all these different things be happening like in a year, and this is mind blowing. A guy could go down like Clay. You know what I'm saying? Like injuries, all these different things. But before the injuries happened, I was definitely like, do not give up all of that for Anthony Davis because he can just come in a year because he's going to test free agency no matter what. You know he wants to be in L.A. Rich Paul and LeBron have that relationship, so you kind of basically spoon-fed Anthony Davis. So you keep your assets. You get him next year in free agency, and you can use those assets to go and trade for a third star like Bradley Beal. But now that you see this is happening, you, I think you got to go get him and you got to go try to see if you can snatch a Kemba, a Jimmy Butler, uh, somebody else. And even if you can't, then just build a roster around with Bojan, Bondanovic type players um, and try to go win you a championship while the, while the Warriors are down. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of teams are going to put their foot on the gas this free agency when it comes to trades. Another team that I've been looking at a bunch are the Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. because they have so many assets and they How about were them trading for AD for not trading for Anthony I Davis. About for, I thought Anthony about Davis. that too because yeah. Anthony Davis. Imagine that, that two that two style. That sounds disgusting. To um, me. But just the, I think that they may make a bigger deal, like because you got a young guy in Jamal Murray who's who's very good with high potential. But you could potentially flip him for an all-star caliber player like for the one year, or, mm-hmm. or just and they still and they that. still have a pretty solid bench. Yes, yeah. So, so I think I think unfortunately, due to the injuries of the Warriors, you're going to see a lot of teams out west really gunning for things because with these injuries, right? No, KD's gone. Clay Thompson resigns, which we're we're expecting, but he's out for they say until uh, February, March, March, but we don't know. Earliest, yeah. They also said they're going to max. They're going to offer KD to max also. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, do the Rockets go go See, back on what they said about what? Remember, they were trying because that's the train. whole. Oh, yeah. That's their whole speed bump is the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. And so imagine they imagine they pump the brakes on everything they said. Come back to run it back. They'll make some minor adjustments, of course. Mm-hmm. And then they run into the problem. <laughs> I don't think they want to run into Brom Brown. I'm sorry. <laughs> now nah, Anthony Davis behind. <laughs> that is crazy because then LeBron don't have to play defense. <laughs> he don't have to at all. Like, Anthony yeah, Davis I mean, behind yeah, him. Anthony Davis just make up all the messes. Like make up for everything. Well, LeBron not playing defense, whether AD is there or not. Right. So now <laughs> you have Anthony Davis. It won't even matter because at first it was Kuzma behind him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a big difference. And they both I'm just getting out of the Kuz. way. You challenging Kuz as a six three D Mills? You not challenging yourself. <laughs> uh, Kyrie to Brooklyn. Kyrie it's a done deal. I ain't, I ain't trying to hit nothing else. It's saying D'Lo could walk. I said that like a few weeks ago when we were talking about him going there. I said D'Lo might not want to play with him. 
Mm-hmm. And is I don't blame him. That's his thing. He built I mean, all. The, I don't think it's I don't think it's from a D'Lo aspect because D'Lo don't have a choice. I think it's from a Nets aspect that if they get Kyrie, they're not going to bring D'Lo back because they can match anything. So D'Lo don't really control his own destiny. Yeah. So let's say what, what's some team with some cap space that that could be looking for a point guard? Phoenix Suns? Do they have cap? I don't think they took. And they have the Johnson. The Pacers are looking at him. The Pacers looked at him. So right, the Pacers have cap space. Tyler Johnson. Let's let's say that they offer Utah Jazz has some cap space too. Those are two point guard teams. Imagine, um, whatever, whatever teams offer him close to a match. You just signed Kyrie Irving. Do you want to have both point guards, a, a, a third, three point guard yeah. monster there under that, you know, pay grade? I don't know. Yeah, now I'm confused because when when the reports came out, they were saying that the Nets look at that backcourt as ideal, but I don't know what happened since then. I, I guess maybe. You know, they think they can get Kevin Durant, or maybe they just came to the realization that, like, why why have both? Or, mm-hmm. or maybe they just probably want to put the ball in Kyrie's hands, probably as much as possible. I know they have Spencer Dinwiddie there. He'd be like a backup. But I mean, when you look him. at that backcourt, it, it works well to me on paper because yeah. they both can play off, they both can get it. So, but Kyrie can still have a ball in his hands, and D'Lo can still do his thing. It's the same thing as when they when him and Spencer play, or when him and Karis LeVert play. Right. Uh, you and then off that bench, if Karis LeVert came off the bench with Spencer Dinwiddie, you would have a. Maybe they use that money just thing. for other pieces to put around. No, that definitely. Kyrie. I mean, it, it's definitely yeah. Because like you said situation. that if you just have basically all your money going to those three guards, where are your other pieces going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to have you know Jared Allen there forever, and he's going to become. You know, uh, that big center when you're trying to make that deep playoff push. But they got to think about the future as well because Karis LeVert and uh, Jared Allen, all of these other guys that you name, they're eventually going to have to get paid. Yeah. So And Karis LeVert looked very good before the injury, and it looked very good in that playoff series too. So he's going he's gonna to have a hefty uh, dollar bill to it. So, But we just saw Kyrie with talent around him, uh-oh. and it didn't translate to winning. But, I mean, that was a diff- to me that was a different situation. I think that anywhere he goes, it's going to be expectations there. So – I mean, as long as because the reason that it was all on him this year is because I'm he was the leader for that team. But it's going to be all on him in Brooklyn too. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Anywhere it goes, he's, he's going to have those expectations. But there's two different situations. There is no Gordon Hayward coming off an injury. There is no Jason Tate. There isn't like all those things. I hate the narrative that it was like Kyrie is all on okay. Like mm-hmm. that Kyrie is the reason that that team failed. It was just a very very peculiar and un. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was just a, a weird situation. situation. It was just a weird situation. But yeah. you got to give Brooklyn the benefit of the doubt because they play all within their roles. Right. They understand what you know. What's the one goal, and that's to try to win. I think that the Brooklyn front office is looking towards the future because a, a backcourt of Kyrie Irving and D'Angelo Russell at close to max deals or max deals. What does that team max out at? That's not a championship team, mm-hmm. especially when you consider Karis LeVert's going to be up for a contract soon and Jared Allen. You're going to be all capped up with yeah. this team that can be good. They can make a deep playoff run, but they're probably not going to be a championship team with those two. So right. I think they're looking to the future. They bring in Kyrie Irving, and they want another guy beside him that's maybe a little bit better than a young D'Angelo Russell. Or maybe they just want flexibility for the future if you can. Yeah, because remember what happened last time. They tried to do a deal. They kind of ruined. They kind of ruined their franchise for like five years. Yeah. So because they're a lot smarter now. They're a lot smarter. That's what I'm now. saying. What if they they gotta, have a, a good ass year with Kyrie, and then Anthony Davis is on the market next year. Anthony Davis looking like, hey, I mean, yeah, I might as well go, you know, do my thing. It's but yeah, still New York. I, I don't. I don't put last year on Kyrie. I put that on a lot of different things. I just think that was an unfortunate situation, and I think, I think he should do something like this. I think he should. I think he gonna. Take all of that that dirt that's on his name because of that, and I don't know why people automatically make him the the reason for that season. 
Uh, I think he's going to redeem himself with this type of team. I, th- I just like this team. It's more exciting. Uh, the expectations won't be n- nearly as high at all. They, you guarantee that the Celtics won a championship. Are you guaranteeing that the Nets win a championship because they get Kyrie? No, I was like, <laughs> no. Right. So, I mean, the expectations won't be nearly as close. Would this help them sell tickets? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Because they, they were one of the worst. They um, were. Ticket selling teams in the league, and they it were a playoff funny. team too. Yeah, they were very exciting to watch. Yeah, they were. <laughs> like, we didn't even get to go to a Nets game, but we wanted to. And then the game we wanted to go to ended up going to overtime. Y'all remember and that? We, we watching it in, it in the hotel room. Were they playing the Cavs though? I think it was the Wizards. Oh yeah, yeah, because we had just saw John Wall play. Yeah, I think it was the Wizards, yeah. and we wanted to go to that game. The ticket prices were still expensive, but it wasn't that many people there. So, I mean, it is New York though; it's still New York. But we got we if Kyrie's there, we're definitely going to a Brooklyn Nets game, I, right? Because we went oh, to no see doubt. the damn mix when it was nobody. So well, we saw Giannis, we saw Giannis, and we saw John we saw Wall and Brad, and we saw that boy Mitchell no, Robinson put on a hell of a defensive performance. John Wall wasn't there; he John was already injured. Yeah, John Wall was no, John Wall was there. He was yes, because he had like, like fifteen assists. assists. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was dishing everything. I got videos of him warming up in my phone. Yeah, you're right. Right, that was before the John Wall slipping at. He crib. forgot about it that quick. Well, Bradley Beal had the better game that night, so it was more. He about had, he had his thirty. He had his thirty. Was real good that game. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was. Um, he was very good that game. Clay's dad said there's no question that Clay is going to resign with the Warriors, which makes sense. Which makes all, uh, all the sense in the world. I didn't expect anything out of well, Clay Thompson. What about Draymond Green's future? That, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, that. I don't think they're really putting that into perspective. To be honest, I think they are. I think they are too. Um, he's on the last year of his contract going into next season. It's at 18 mil. If you're the if you're the Warriors after this contract is up, mm-hmm. how much would you be willing to pay Draymond Green? As we know, he's are, a very impactful Warriors, player. Are you even going to get to a point where he, he's on your roster to make that decision? So you're saying they're looking to, to yeah. deal him when he said we'll be back? They're gonna just get his ass out of there because I mean you're never going to know know his his real value because next year Clay and Kevin Durant won't be around. It's just going to be him and Steph. It's going to be him and Steph. Even if they make the playoffs, where he comes alive best at. Mm-hmm. He's not. I mean, it be. depends. Like I said, it's kind of it's, it's hard to put a price on him because he he's so valuable. But like you said, he's valuable to that team. We don't know how he would be somewhere else if he was in Orlando. Right? How much of a? And I also just want to like I, I'm curious to see what's his commitment to this Warriors team. Is he willing to take a pay cut to keep or a somewhere KD. like it doesn't have to be 18? It could be somewhere around you know 12, 10, somewhere around. Definitely that. not taking 12 if Bondanovic is getting 16, 17, 18. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what's, what's going to happen with Draymond. Then Trevor Reeves get 20. Yeah, but that was maybe throwing that money to a lot of people. So I don't know, but that's if the Warriors also don't have that money to just be throwing around like that. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Is he willing? Out. Is he willing to make that commitment to them? Because I mean, he did. This is where he he kind of made his his uh, legacy. Would there be a team willing to give up assets for him? No, no, no. I don't think so either. <laughs> no, I don't think but so. But you either. can get an asset by folding this season, by just taking it easy, and you know, it, that's just hypothetically say they may miss the playoffs. Yeah, it's a chance, definitely. There's, There's a, a lot of chance. That lottery pick is now an asset, and depending on what you do with Draymond Green, I mean, imagine if they don't make the playoffs. It's just a fall. I wouldn't really. Be, where where would they fit in the standings with this roster? We're talking really about load management. Steph Curry would not have any no, any leeway for it. He always management. misses games due to his ankles or he something. Would, he would have. He would be the opposite of load management. Well, they got Jacob Evans in the in the pipeline, so he's gonna come in and be Clay Thompson when Clay Thompson's not there. That's just a tough situation for them to be. Wait, in. so his. His deal expires next year, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess you could tag Milan as an expiring deal for a team if that uh, uh, like a lottery pick is attached to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I think I guess we'll see how especially if Kevin Durant come back now. Now he kind of out the door. Mm-hmm. If you give Clay a max and Kevin Durant a max, I mean, sheesh, you could just run me at power four, and that team would still be good, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad y'all agree with that. Um, do y'all want to talk about y'all favorite moments from the season since it is completely over with? Yeah, the story. Let's do it. The storylines. Now we already did highlights. If you missed the highlights episode, it was right before the playoffs. Um, so go watch I that. Write down, I wrote down a few. Just yeah, in case yeah, me too. Have. Just in case we got some duplicates. I got three. You want, you want me to start off? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hit yours first, Mike. One of my favorite storylines from this year was the Jimmy Butler scandal. Whatever, everybody. Whatever happened right there, because it's just how I imagine people. Because you know, every you leaving a job, you're like, man, I got to go out with a bang. Yep. That's exactly how and I What made it so funny to me is that he said, I only took one shot, and he said he was dogging him just about just playing. No, I don't think he said that. Derrick Rose exposed that, that he oh. only scored one bucket. Because it's coming up in Derrick Rose's new book, which I'm going to buy right. as soon as it comes out. Because he was talking about, like, there would be a switch or something in the practice, and Cat, Cat would be on Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler was like, yeah, come on, give me a bucket. Cat will pass it back out. Pass it back out. We so really start to makes think sense, about Cat. Which makes sense, because it's like Jimmy Butler, of course, he wanted to go out there and prove Right. Talking about he went out there with some third stringers and took out the stars. Like, that's embarrassing. He literally had to tell everybody here, like, y'all need me. And he D-Rose just over did. there like, y'all. He did. He, he told said, y'all. In my opinion, shit, Andrew Wiggins, wake up. I mean, Cat woke up because Cat was hooping ever <laughs> he since. Was hooping after but that. But he did start off slow after that. He started the season off very slow. Just because of that. He was upset about playing with Jimmy. I think the Jimmy Butler thing. Has there been a lot of situations where at work where people are just like, you know what? I got it. Like, he literally forced his way out of there. Mm. Kawhi. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the other situation. I wonder if people will start to. Because remember, it was a lot of situations where, like, players are kind of, like, disrespecting their Kobe coach. Tried. I think, uh, who was it on the Kobe Hornets? Try. Yeah, he tried the to Hornets, Somebody, like, walked off the bench or something like that. I think it was Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges played for the Suns. I think, I think Not, you the meant the Bridges. Oh, you talking about Miles? I don't think Miles Bridges did that. So, I remember something with that Hornets team. Somebody had, like walked off the bench or something. Or they subbed themselves out. Something happened, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. We Which can move was? on, though. Um, one of my favorites is, of course, the Bulls fiasco when we lost by 50-plus against the Boston Celtics. And then the next day, the boys said they didn't want to run suicides. And they called up the Players Association and snitched on, on Jim Boyle <laughs> saying he's trying to make us run too many suicides. Um <laughs> In the moment, it was it wasn't funny, but now looking back on it, it is one of the best storylines of the season. Yeah, but it's crazy the arc that came to it because now Zach Levine is a huge fan of Jim Boyle. He's paying for his fines and stuff like that, so the players like him now, like him enough for yeah. him to get extended. Hopefully, but, Zach Levine is still on the team. Yeah, I guess we'll find out in a couple of days. Yeah, don't let's not bring that up. But that was one of my favorite <laughs> moments looking back on it. Didn't uh, want to run suicides. One of my favorite moments is when the uh, the Grizzlies and Suns did the trade. The and they Brooks. got the wrong Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong Brooks, which is interesting. I think yeah. it's just funny because it's like that's some shit that would happen if we had a 2K league. Yeah. yeah. Or like a fantasy league. Like, like Mike, let me get Brooks. I, I, he low-key tried to give me the wrong Brooks. <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing wrong with Marshawn Brooks. He is a bucket getter. Is he, though? Yeah. Is he on the Qualified. team? Is he, he on the team right now? I he guess traded Marshawn to the Bulls. Brooks can go to any team and get buckets. He got traded to the Bulls. That's and got just wild that that happened in, like, the NBA. Like, yeah. Because don't you think he got that wrong? Right. How did they just – they literally just put Brooks on it? They didn't yeah. put his they first name? Put Brooks. I think on the phone when they were talking about it, like, they, yeah, just, they just kept saying Brooks. They because, just, 
Kelly Oubre was this close to being a part of the Grizzlies, right? Well, yeah. that, that was during that the trade. Somebody had quickly photoshopped, huh? That somebody had quickly photoshopped. That <laughs> they, they quickly photoshopped him in that Grizzlies uniform because mm-hmm. the Grizzlies, no doubt, got some dope uniforms. Yeah, and I was like, man, I could get used to that. And then he ended up on the Suns, and I'm like, yeah, I can get used to that too. I mean, it still works. Derek, what's one of your favorite moments? Uh, Magic Johnson leaving in a press conference. That was pretty. Ain't gonna be here. Yeah, that's hey. that's a classic hey. moment, man. <laughs> don't even tell your owner. Don't tell nobody. You just do it, in them, it. at the media. I love it. And then what was what was going on that night? That was they, the last game they, of the season. Yeah, and somehow they they changed it on themselves. The Lakers, who were already out of the playoffs, somehow they end up being the top story. It's crazy. And that's what happens when you're at the top. Yeah, but they were at the bottom. Of the yeah, they were, yeah, they were at the bottom. They were not, they were not at the top. <laughs> when you got LeBron on LeBron on your team, you always gonna be relevant. Um, one of my favorite moments. That it's crazy to think about. Uh, it happened this season. That's how long the season was and how forgettable it is. Mm-hmm. The fight. That was the season. Melo was on the damn court. That's how long ago that was. So I, I really nobody think that was super fun. Down with that smoke with him or PJ Tucker. Um. Anybody else got favorite moments from this I, favorite? I, I do. I mean, I got a, I got a few. Yeah. Of, but one of my favorite. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. we all. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> one of my favorite moments is when D'Angelo Russell made the All Star team. Okay. Just because. Yep. I mean, I, I know he had a, a couple of rough, you know, start to his NBA career with the. <laughs> The whole thing with the Lakers, and he's got to go through Kobe farewell tour and Magic yeah, talking was, about he's not a leader or anything. But was, I think you could tell this year was very special for him, just in terms of you know developing as a player, as a leader, and it's just he was is, was he an injury replacement for uh, Victor yeah. Oladipo? For Victor Oladipo, okay. Yeah. I just knew somebody was out, and it was Vo. It mm-hmm. was Vo. Is he your most improved player over um, Pascal? No, nah, it's got to be Pascal. Pascal. Pascal is there now. For me, I have to be. But you saying I mean, because of the playoffs? Yeah, no, I they made. No, I'm talking about Mike. Oh, Mike is. But you know, they, I had D loading. Me too. Um, mine ain't really like a funny one, or anything. But when you really sit back and think about it, because a lot of things happened this season, mm-hmm. Markel Fultz really didn't play again, mm-hmm. which is wild. You know, you usually get like the. <clears throat> The uh, Ben Simmons missed a year, right? But but he literally ain't played again. A youngest I mean, player to ever score a triple double. He well, hopefully he just has a chance and he's got the keys to the offense for the Magic. Especially if they trying to make the do, playoffs, though, they're going to do that right. That's what I say. If they if Vucevic leaves and they don't really, they got you know Mo Bamba out there and Jonathan Isaac. Maybe they do just say let them go together. And if Mo Bamba ain't on shit and Markel continues like this little thing. <laughs> Magic's tough. I th- I think <laughs> that Mo Bamba might get traded. Because they have Vucevic to resign. I wasn't mad at it, man. I uh-uh, not either. mad at it. But I don't know what the hell you're going to get. Somebody that just has to be willing to just take that chance. Some team that's in the rebuilding phase that need a center. Who is that? The Knicks. That ha- they have they have, oh, they, have Robbins. they got yeah. Big Mitch. Um, I don't know if there's a team out there. Because even Depending like the – what the Hawks do. They could use one. They got Dwayne Detman and Alex Lynn. I, I can see, probably I can see it. Detman back. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, they have the 8th, 10th, and 17th pick also in the draft. Mm-hmm. So they could try to ship some picks out. But also, yeah. it's not yeah, it's, uh, it's not many teams that need a that rookie-type big man yeah. where they, they're trying to get him to – you know, developing everything. Because even in the Magic, we need something back, and I would guess they would want a quality point guard. All right. So it also have to be a team that's willing to give up a quality point guard. I don't know. I don't know. But they got they got Mo Bamba behind Vucevic, who's an all-star caliber player, who I think he's going to resign, but who who really knows? I hope he does. I just like I like it. I, I like the. But then again, I would like to see him on the Mavericks. Yeah. It, it's a, it's some decent teams that he can go to oh, that kind of need a center. Sacramento, I think, is a good option too. Sacramento is a good option, but what do they give up that the Magic want? Is a real question. Like Frank Mason. 
<laughs> exactly. What do they get? They have no picks. They're not giving up De'Aaron Fox. I know that's what they're about to say. No, no. <laughs> Just give him Swiper. <laughs> um, yeah, an- another moment was the Kevin Durant and Draymond fight, especially yes. after how we see these finals end, and they were saying, Draymond said, we won without you. We don't need you. Um, so that was that was funny how that ended up working It's crazy out. how he just ate his words. And I had I had a problem with Draymond Green at his press conference as well, but I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I just hate when people just, just you lost. Just give them your credit, all of this. Your people think we done. We be back. Like just, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's just confidence. Yeah, I, that's no, just understanding the situation. Wrong with, but tipping your hat to the team that won. I think he, didn't he do that? I don't know. Yeah. He said the better. I'm pretty sure he said when he first okay. sat down, the better Good. team won. Um, and then towards the end of the press conference is when he said we'll be back. And I'm like, I did that Magic Johnson face it. <laughs> you ain't gonna be there. Uh, any other favorite moments from this season? Because we already did highlights. Like, of course, we already All talked right. about Derrick Rose's big fifty. You know, that's no a, that's a, we didn't mention that <clears throat> Masai Ujiri had a hell of a couple yes, days. Yes. Won a championship, slapped the police officer. Then the next day I see him on Instagram, I mean, Twitter saying he got back to his daughter's recite. He just, and he's about to get paid. Did they release the whole yeah, clip of that? Yo, he had, uh, no, I haven't seen no, it. Cause I asked to take that job, take the job, go to Washington, get the 10 million dog, please. That's an NBA contract. That's an NBA contract. That's the NBA contract. Take that job. Kawhi is going to leave if you leave. And then Dang. the whole, whole country is sad after that. Yeah, because, I mean, why stay? I don't know. I mean. They future ain't that bright, in my opinion. Kyle Lowry's if, older. If, if Kawhi resigns, they're, they're still a top team. Yeah, they are. Oh, no doubt. How long? Until the contract is up and he has to re-sign again. Yeah, yeah they'll be good, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I just said that. About my boy Kawhi. But I just, you know why? Because I don't feel like he's coming back. The, the Washington Wizards job will be interesting because, like, no matter what you do, they're not going to fire you the first couple of years because you have to clean up so much stuff that Ernie Grunfield did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to make ten million dollars a year on the guaranteed money is something he should look at for sure. Yeah, but, but um, the love in Toronto is not like the love in Washington. He about to be loved in Toronto on T-Dot. Oh, okay. Okay. I think you said it the backwards way. I think you said the love in Washington. I don't know. No, he said it the right way. He okay, he said it the right way. way. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, he's a legend. I think that even if he did leave, they're not going to be upset because he's a legend. He, no, got no he would have to go live in Washington and be in Washington. Uh, right now, being in Toronto, he could probably go you know, sit down and eat anywhere. You think so? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I, I mean that's if the they, police they, officer don't recognize him, then. <laughs> I think the police officer was salty and low-key a Warriors fan, <laughs> but that's a different story. Got his ass slapped. I just, that's why I asked, where's the whole video? Because what came to that point where he was like, you know what? I'm through. <laughs> and he just slapped him. Because ain't the police there to help protect him? What What did the police officer do to make him It had to be like they emotions were high. He, had, he oh, just won he a championship. My he dog just, just built the championship team and couldn't celebrate <laughs> because of this one they police officer. They probably believe that silly-ass mohawk. So they're like, no way in hell you you the president. How the, hell do you give, how the hell does the president have the wrong credential? <laughs> no, I, I mean, he could have left the, the suite he was in and left it there. And that shit to not have your credential. Everybody should just know who he is, yeah. though. But you know they was Warrior fans, low key with a badge. The Oracle's done. Three yeah, three it. losses in a row, and then they closing it down. The Raptors didn't lose in the Oracle none this season. Nope, they won the, the role game in the regular season too. But the Oracle would still be alive because they're doing concerts and stuff there. The Warriors just won't mm-hmm. play there anymore, so they're gonna have college basketball games there. And stuff, Ooh, so. I love college basketball. 
basketball. Speaking of that, the draft coming up. Yeah, it is. I'm I, ready. I guess our next episode will be after the draft, and we can react to the Anthony Davis trade. No, the draft is Thursday. Oh no, it's we get two episodes away. We're two, I keep thinking today's Tuesday for some reason. It do feel like a little Tuesday, and it's a little gloomy at this roomy, which is making me moody. I think that's it, y'all. You got some hair on your booty. We, we out. We out. I don't know where this is going. Peace.